Hi everyone, this is Janice, your neighborhood nutritionist. I've spent the last couple of years helping busy office professionals upgrade their health through upgrading their nutrition. And one thing was very obvious. Nobody's got time to read up on all the scientific stuff to know fact from fiction. So each week, I will talk to you about a different topic or concept in nutrition in simple, everyday terms, so you are empowered to make the best nutritional decisions. Get ready to learn about some new stuff, gain new insights into old concepts, and super boost your health. All right, so today I am super excited to introduce Amber. Uh, as my podcast guest and actually as part of this bonus series uh, you'll hear from Amber twice um, so as a first time you know I just want to introduce Amber because um, she is the founder and owner of Embody Me this amazing platform and we'll give you more details of how you can join this and what it's all about but first Amber um, welcome to my podcast and thank you so much for being here today Thank you so much for having me. And that was such a lovely introduction. I am so excited to be here. So excited to share this with everyone as well. Um, and yeah, I guess I will just go ahead and introduce myself. So my name is Amber and I'm the founder of Embody Me. And Embody Me is a virtual wellness studio for women. And our entire mission is to really help women to embody the best version of themselves so that they can really show up in their lives, in their business, in their work, for their families as their best version, because that is really how you will completely transform and elevate your life. Yeah, I mean, this is why I was so excited to share this with you guys, because I'm going to be doing some fun collaborations with the Embody Me platform. And of course, with all the um, trainers um, on the platform as well, you will hear from them through this bonus series. And in terms of how this started then, what's the origin story of Embody Me? Yeah, so, you know, the origin really starts with me and my own spiritual journey. It did happen like a year or so before COVID. I moved to Amsterdam. I didn't really have any friends. I didn't know anybody yet. So I just made a commitment to myself to really just focus on my personal growth, figure out, you know, what I wanted in my life. I started getting into yoga and meditation and, you know, manifestation. And because I had so much free time, I was really able to do a lot of research, look into things in a very deep level. And after COVID, you know, I really, well, I, I sorry, let's cut this out. <laughs> um, and I decided to become a yoga teacher and I got my yoga teaching certificate literally one week before COVID happened and everything shut down. And instead of seeing it as a defeat and like, oh God, oh my God, what am I going to do? I've just, you know, took it as a sign that I should really create my own platform for this. And that's really how the idea began. And as you said, you know, during COVID, people really feel like they, you know, people kind of grew the desire to take care of themselves on a deeper level. And I notice a lot of people, you know, they have an interest in yoga, they have an interest in meditation, but they don't really know how to get started. So I really wanted to create a community of people who support each other, who are into the same things as each other, and just a place where everyone can really implement these health and wellness and spiritual practices into their daily life and just make it really easy and accessible for everyone. 
I think that's amazing because, you know, I've dabbled in yoga and Pilates and all of that. And people who know me or have listened to this podcast for a while know that I am not a sociable person when it comes to exercising. I just, the thought of going into a class with a bunch of people with or without COVID being here just, just makes my skin crawl. I just do not like being in a room full of people. I don't know. And then potentially trying something I've never done before. And I think this is something that a lot of people probably are challenged with, this fear of looking stupid. And I think, you know, when Amber, you first um, invited me to try out Embody Me, the first thing I tried was a face yoga session. And I'll, le- I'll leave some intrigue for listeners, but it's to do with your face. And it was fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that was a really good experience for me in terms of you know, even though it was virtual, it was done over Zoom, it felt like a very safe space for me to try it out. And I did not feel like I looked stupid because, hey, we're all doing the same thing. And really, you know, the the instructor for that session in particular, she was able to create this environment where you would just focus on yourself, right? Which is what we should all do instead of looking around and, you know, judging what other people are doing. Um, and you mentioned right at the start that you wanted to help people um, kind of become the best version of ourselves. Now, before any change can happen, it's really important that we actually are able to define what this best version is. So how would you suggest our listeners do that? Yeah. So, you know, for me, when I started out to, you know, define the best version of myself, I really just started to think about what do I want in my life? Because for everyone, the best version can look so different. For some people, that's being a, you know, seven figure CEO. For others, that's being a mother. So first, really getting clear on what it is that you want in your life, you know, and once you determine who it is, what you want and who you want to be, then you can start to align your current reality. So how you're showing up in your life now, how you feel on a daily basis versus how you want to feel in your, you know, perfect ideal situation. So always starting first with the vision on, you know, what kind of life do you want to live? What kind of things do you want to invite into your reality? And then from there, it becomes a lot more clear the person that you have to be in order to manifest those desires. So, I guess to translate to something that people can do uh, with their hands, you know, what I like recommending to people, number one, try out uh, things like guided meditations, you know, that help you find this, um, I guess, vision. But also I really like making vision boards for myself. So sometimes this could be your once a year, you know, New Year's resolution kind of activity, but actually you can make it every week, you know, because I think it makes it so much uh, it makes a lot of difference when you can see the thing that you want. You can, it, it's a super fun thing, right? You can go online, you know, Google pictures of, let's say you want to travel to a beach, right? Put a picture of the beach on your wall. And that visualization really helps manifest a lot of things. And I know for some people, this feels a little bit woo woo. I think, you know, talking about manifestation and using energies to bring things to yourself, but you've got to remember that energy flows where where attention goes exactly energy flows where attention goes but I think also apart from like things like vision boards um it could be even simpler right make a list right and what I would add to Amber what you've shared is apart from the more tangible things of what you want in life 
think about how you want to feel as well. This is what I talk, talk to my nutrition clients about. Sometimes health, you know, numbers are useful indicators, right? When you compare it to averages and when you want to look at trends, but really, you know, for example, my body weight hasn't really fluctuated since I've become an adult, but I know how I feel, right? So I think just to add to Amber, what you suggested, definitely think about how you want to feel in this best version of your life. Um, and I guess sometimes when people start thinking, let's say, you know, you mentioned seven figure CEO, let's say that's what somebody wants. Quite often what I hear then is reasons why it won't happen. Mm. Right. Especially, you know, if we come back to the topic around health, I will hear I'm too busy or I will do this when I'm less busy. People seem to think that health is something you can shelf until you retire right? or until you're on holiday, but then you're too busy having fun. Um, so how can we overcome these limiting beliefs? Because I think apart from actual challenges, you know, with resources and all of that, this is probably the biggest reasons that people can't get to their best selves. So I really love what you said, because first, it's always important to get clear on your vision, because then you can, then you notice what sort of limiting beliefs come up. So for example, for me, when I first started my business, it's like, okay, I want to have this virtual yoga studio, but I've never worked in a real yoga studio before. I've never taught with anyone else. I've never had a, a job as a yoga teacher. And all of these limiting beliefs instantly started to pour in. So you'll notice what limiting beliefs you have once you get clear in your vision. And then once you do start to notice these limiting beliefs, my all-time favorite technique for this is called EFT tapping, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. So with EFT tapping, you use your fingers to tap on different meridians in the body, and it really aligns with Chinese acupuncture, except of course, you're not using needles, you're using your hands. And doctors and, you know, psychologists use it for people with PTSD, with this, um, with anxiety disorders and a lot of other um, mental health issues. So it's really, really beneficial. <laughs> so essentially you're just moving energy through your body. And as humans, we really store so much energy in our bodies. If you notice that, you know, you're in a fight with your partner and your shoulders get tense, you, cl you clench your fists in a ball, you're really storing different energies and storing different emotions. So when you do EFT tapping, you're able to release those negative emotions that you have around a certain topic, and then rewire your brain by inserting positive affirmations instead. So for example, let's say we're taking the example of healthy eating habits. First, we would, you know, talk about how you're feeling when it comes to eating healthy. Maybe you're feeling discouraged, you're feeling unsatisfied, you're feeling, you know, you don't have enough time, you don't have enough energy. So First, just bringing all those feelings, all those emotions to the surface. And then after we would tap on, you know, how you want to feel. So I know that eating healthy is going to make me feel vibrant. It's going to give me so much energy. I'm going to feel confident and sexy and I'm not going to feel exhausted after walking up a flight of stairs. And while you're tapping and saying these new affirmations, these new sentences, when you start to think about this topic again, you're going to have a new and refreshed energy um, with it, which will help you overcome your beliefs about it so quickly.
Hey, did you know Embody Me is a one-stop shop virtual wellness studio for busy people like you. You can find hosts, live streaming, yoga, fitness, meditation, breathwork, EFT tapping, moon ceremonies, women's circles, intuitive dance, and so much more, all in one place. Now, if you want to get to your best mental, physical, and spiritual state, sign up now for 20% off your first month with promo code NOTADIET. That's promo code NOTADIET. Sign up today at embodyme.life. Yeah, and for so Amber and I talked about showing you guys EFT tapping actually, but as you're listening, you wouldn't be able to see what we're doing on the screen. So if you guys go and check out my Instagram, which is not a diet underscore UK, I'll be uploading a short clip where Amber walks us through, you know, a quick sample of how we can do EFT tapping. And then maybe you guys can, you know, sign up to Embody Me and try out the other classes on there as well. And now back to talking about energy. So, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm a big believer in using our energy, you know, leveraging our energy and kind of going with the seasons and the flows uh, with ourselves. Now within a day, now that I guess restrictions are slowly opening, you know, at the time of recording, um, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm not getting more busy just because I, I plan my days quite well. But I am hearing from people that now that maybe people are traveling more or doing more things outside of their homes, you know, not, not quarantining at home anymore, um, days can be chaotic, right? And we all know that from the minute we get up, you know, ideally you wake up feeling refreshed. Uh, I know a lot of people don't, that's a different topic entirely, but ideally you follow the energy of the day, right? So you would start your day probably pretty good energy. And I think for most people, mid morning to lunch is probably the best energy, right? And it does slowly kind of trail off towards the evening. So how can we structure our day? You know, I guess, first of all, how do we identify this energy pattern? And how can we structure our day so that we can embody our best selves every single day? I love that question. And when it comes to planning your day, I always, always start with figuring out what are your values, what things are important to you, what things light you up, because obviously the things that light you up, you have more energy. The things that you hate doing obviously deplete your energy as well. So what I always like to do when I you know, plan my week, plan my day, plan my month is starting off with my values. What is important to me? So of course, my family's important. My friends are important. Having self-care and my own time for my own spiritual practices, that's also really important to me. Um, exercise is another value of mine. And then fun. So always making sure to have some kind of just something fun in my day. So the way that I structure my day is also just, you know, tapping into how you feel. As you said, I'm a morning person. I wake up at 6 a.m. and I'm feeling refreshed. I'm ready to go. And the first thing I do is always, you know, what makes me feel super high vibe in the morning? Because the way you start your day, you tend to carry that energy with you throughout the day. So for me in the morning, I wake up, I put on my favorite music, I'll stretch, dance around the house while I'm making my coffee, and you know, just start to move my body, start to feel good, start to feel sexy, and start to feel in this energy of, you know, who is this version of me who is already successful, who already has everything she wants? Does she 
rush throughout her whole day? Is she waking up late and, you know, struggling to keep it all together? Or does she have a good organization? Does she wake up and just gives herself plenty of time for everything she needs to do? So really always asking myself this question like, okay, what would the successful version of Amber do? Would she lay in bed on Instagram for another 30 minutes? And, you know, for me, that always instantly depletes my energy. As much as I sometimes gravitate towards that, I really notice like, wow, I actually don't really want to get up anymore. So I had to start, okay, no social media in the morning. That's just for me though. Um, and just tuning in and tapping into my body. And throughout my day, okay, so I'll focus on my work. I'll work on my business. Around lunchtime, I'll try to do something else that will elevate my energy. So as you said, you know, your energy sometimes starts to decrease as the day goes. So for me, I'll go for a walk outside. I'll have a coffee break with a friend. I will call my mom or call someone that I care about. And that always, you know, raises my vibration up again. So that I continue to have this good energy throughout the day. So I would say, you know, figuring out what things are important to you, because on the flip side, you know, embodying your best self also includes letting go of the things, of the habits, of the people who are no longer serving you as well. Yeah, I love that. And it made me think of, you know, the whole concept of exercise snacking, I think has become really popular. Uh, I don't know if that's something. I've so never basically, heard of that. Okay, so the concept of exercise snacking is kind of like you do you take a snack, right? But instead of a snack, you're doing a bit of movement, right? So you could go and stand up and do 20 squats and come back to do whatever you're doing. And just to extend that to what you are sharing, I think people should try some habit snacking. You know, it could be, like you said, calling someone for me every morning. I've now started a new habit instead of reaching for my phone straight away. Uh, I will write down my dream because I dream every single night and I always remember them. Right. So I have a little notebook and I just write it down. And then actually by the time I've done that, I don't feel like I need to check my phone yet. So I'll go do my workout. Um, I'm intermittent fasting as we record. So I don't have breakfast. Uh, and then I go water my plants. So that's usually my thing. So everything is around, I guess, growth and everything that's positive. Um, so yeah, I would, I would suggest for people to maybe come up with a list of five things that make you happy and just dot them out throughout the day. I, I love a, that. Yeah. And so, um, before we, um, kind of close out today's conversation, um, maybe Amber, you can tell us a little bit about how do people get involved with Embody Me? Um, and I know that there's a special, discount for you guys who listen to this podcast. Yes. So if you want to get involved with Embody Me, you can go to our website at embodyme.live. And yeah, you can go ahead and sign up for a seven day trial. And I was so happy earlier that you were talking about vision boards because every single month we have a group vision board party. So we all make some cocktails. We talk about what's in our vision board. We sit together, we collaboratively look on Pinterest, look on, you know, on online and create your vision board. And that's such a fun and yeah, it's a really fun practice that we all do together. So I really encourage people to join that if that's something that you were interested in. Um, you can find us on Instagram at embodyme.live. And yeah, I'm super, super excited to see you guys in some of our classes. And like I mentioned, for listeners of this podcast, if you sign up with the promo code NOTADIET, you also get 20% off your first month 
of your membership fee. So I'm really excited to, I guess, see more of you there because it's all on Zoom. So maybe I'll run into some of you guys when we're on there on classes. Now, finally, I want to invite you, Amber, to give our listeners three actionable tips to help ourselves become the best versions of ourselves. I love that. So my three tips, number one is start to get clear on your vision. This is not something that you need to do in one day. I know a lot of times we think, oh, I don't know what my vision is and you get overwhelmed. So sit with it for as much time as you need to look at, you know, what things make you happy? What kind of life do you want to live while you're scrolling on social media? If you notice that, oh, I really, you know, you maybe start to feel jealous or you start to want something that someone else has. That's an invitation for you that you also want that as well. So slowly start to get clear on what your vision is, because as you said, where intention goes, energy flows. So as you start to determine what you want, more opportunities, more ideas that are aligned with your vision will come into play. Number two is take note of your energy. So during your day, I would say even like for the next month, notice the things, the people, the situations that light you up. Notice when you're feeling super happy, super excited. And on the flip side, notice when you're feeling depleted, when you're feeling super, um, insecure or unworthy and maybe it's different people you're around maybe maybe it's different situations that you're in so starting to take note of your energy and how you're feeling throughout the day while you're doing different things because that is going to give you such a huge clue on how you know what things you should keep and what things you should do more versus what things that you should you know let go of and my third tip is to just start small sometimes we always want to you know change our life and change all of our new habits. I'm going to stop doing this, this, and this, and I'm going to do all of these new things, but take it a step at a time, implement new, like one new habit at a time and see how that sits with you. See how you feel. If you're feeling more energized and more vibrant by dancing in the morning, then do that more often. And if you try that and it's just not working for you, try something else, but always trying to implement new habits and starting small. And the last question, which is always my favorite question for all my guests. What is the one food, Amber, that always takes you to your happy place? So for me, that would be smoothies. I am such a summer slash beach girl. And whenever I drink a smoothie, it just brings me to this tropical paradise that I love so much. And that's it for this episode of Neighborhood Nutritionist. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and I hope you've really enjoyed it and learned something you can take away with you today. If you could take a second to share this episode with one person you think will love it, that would be absolutely amazing. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe wherever you're listening now. See you soon! Hello.